Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. A new exhibition running until December uh, at the Sun Yat Sen Nanyang Memorial Hall. It is called Modern Women of the Republic, Fashion and Change in China and Singapore. Let's bring on now the Senior Manager for Programs at the Sun Yat Sen Nanyang Memorial Hall, Na Kli Chin. Hi, welcome to Money FM. Good Hi. to have you with us today. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Yes. I'm very happy to be here. Well, yeah, and you have such a great smile. That's what we need to see on a Saturday morning. So thank you for bringing that to the show today. Tell us about this exhibit. What? Tell. I know we're talking about the women's status and the, the changes in their roles they played, but give us more uh, kind of an overview of what this new exhibit looks like. Sure. So the exhibition is actually called Modern Women of the Republic, uh, change, Fashion and Change in China and Singapore. We actually launched this exhibition on the 12th of June, and it's going to be ongoing to the 12th of December. So this exhibition really examines about the history and the evolution of uh, women in China and Singapore. So through their clothing, through fashion, we want to look at their statuses, their roles, and the lifestyle changes um, across the times over around 100 years. And uh, we actually have like three segments for the exhibition. So the first segment focuses more on the political as well as the society uh, impact on women's fashion. The second is actually more on how mass media has actually contributed to the evolution of women's fashion. And the third segment actually is more on how women empowerment, uh, their places in workplace, have actually impacted them or prompted them to go through some self-discovery and self-reflection. Well, I mean, it sounds fascinating. I, I saw this and I thought, this is great. This is mm. the kind of exhibition we need more of in Singapore. I see that you're displaying uh, more than 100 artifacts, including photographs, yeah. garments that you sourced from private collectors and yeah, Chinese yeah, women's yeah. clothing, which is fantastic. What made you guys decide to focus more on women's clothing? Yeah, so um, I guess it started because we feel that fashion is like a self-expression and it's also a very good reflection of time. So one of the uh, memorable major curatorial direction is always to look at how Dr. Sun Yat-san's uh, revolution activities in the 1911s have impacted people's lives. Mm. So from food to clothing, transport to housing. So we thought, hey, actually, because a few years back, we were actually uh, working with a private collector, Mrs. Sally E. Leong, uh, on another exhibition called Teachers of Love, um, Hidden Blessings in Children's Clothing and Accessories. And we noticed that she has a very good collection of Qing Dynasty books. And it could really reflect the culture as well as the traditional roles that women had. So that concept kind of like um, developed into how we thought this would be a very good medium for us to go into a deeper conversation on how the impact of the revolutionary activities has sort of influenced women. We're talking with Nod Kui Chin, Senior Manager of Programs at the Sun Yat-sen Nanyang Memorial Hall, about this new exhibit, Modern Women of the Republic, Fashion and Change in China and Singapore. And Kui Chin, tell us, why, why was yes. there the connection or the made between China and Singapore? I mean, there could have been China and Hong Kong. It could have been, you know, so many other places, or it could have just been on China, you know, on the mainland itself. Why did you decide to bring these two together? And is there something special about the relationship and the evolution of women in China and Singapore? So first thing, I think we always try to bring the conversation back to our local context. We always want to, at least the curatorial direction of our memorial hall is always to look at the impact of Dr. Sun Yat-san's activities uh, in Southeast Asia, the contributions of the street Chinese, and then always to look back into how it has impacted Singapore. 
So this exhibition itself, right, because how uh, we managed to have the collectors so-called like artifacts, and then we saw that the Qing Dynasty robes were, was a very good introduction. Then we want to be able to share with our visitors how women in Singapore have also been sort of impacted through this activity, as well as the changes that we have actually gone through as a modern woman. One thing that I really like uh, of all modern museums is when they try to create a more multi-sensory approach rather than just a very stuffy thing with, mm. you know, just artifacts yeah, in, in, yeah. in glass cases. So, th- so this thing that you've done here, I think this is fascinating. You have created an actual scent, a signature scent, a smell that visitors to your exhibition will smell the moment they walk in and somehow, yeah. almost magically, like you're an enchantress, <laughs> you're going to take them yeah. back in time because this smell will yeah. evoke certain memories of a sense of time and place. So tell us about that yeah. scent, what it is, and how it's going okay. to do that. Yeah, so thanks for sharing about that. I was going to talk about that as well. So what's happening is that we have actually worked with uh, Gavandor Singapore, who is like the global leader in scent creation, to create this scent called the Osmentus Breeze. So what we wanted our visitors to be able to really sort of um, experience when they visit our memorial hall is while they go through times looking at the artifacts, looking at the narrative of the exhibition, there's also a sensory approach of this smell, right, that will invoke this sense of nostalgia in them. Mm. So, so what so is it? Really it's called Osmantus Breeze, but what is it? What is it? Ev- yeah. What does it evoke back to? What is it linked to? Oh, it's because the scent itself is actually a scent that's commonly used during uh, the 19. 19- uh, the early the t- early 20th century so it's a smell that is uh, I would say commonly used by women of that time and therefore we want to kind of like bring people back to a so-called so kind of a, a sensory experience where they are able to sort of experience this like transported back in time mm. And obviously, really you know, cool. it's, it, it's very cool. Yeah. Obviously, you've got this focus on women's clothing and the role of women in the yeah. Republic and the links between China and Singapore, as Glenn has already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your exhibition is open to everybody, families, not just women. Yeah. What would you want them to take away from it? If I take my young daughter to your exhibition, mm-hmm. what do you hope they come away with? Okay, I guess it depends for, for if let's say it's your young daughter, I think it'll be interesting for her to really, um, of course, it's probably your guidance, right? She'll be able to look at the artifacts and understand how women have actually um, really changed over time. So if I may share a little bit more about one of our artifacts, it's called uh, Hans Women Owl. So that's actually worn during the late Qing Dynasty. And what's happening is that there is, it's like a blouse jacket. And on the dress itself, you don't see a woman. You see the expectations and the role of a woman that she has to wear it. Because um, there's actually motives of voice at play. So that's actually something that is more like um, the expectation of women during that period of time to be a childbearer. And there are a lot of other motives, like, for example, grapes as well as squirrels. Because um, grapes in Chinese is, um, you know, that's sweet. And the Chinese uh, sweet, like, right, is to actually have a child. And then for squirrels, it's actually very interesting because it's called songshu in Chinese, and chu is red in Chinese, and it's a reproductive um, animal. So these are very fertility symbols. And for myself, when I actually saw that, and especially after I've actually mm. learned more about the motif, right, my under, my, I'm, I guess I'm very grateful that, you know, I'm born in this time where I'm actually able to decide what I want to wear, 
how mm. I want to wear, and really my kind of self-expression, rather than dawning on the expectations of society, because we really don't see that back in the early nineteen, uh, the earlier twentieth century. Yeah, we see so many changes have happened in the in the the treatment of of yes. women from the mainland on the mainland since uh, yes. since the 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 revolution, of course, and since the um, the cultural revolution, especially. Uh, I lived in Hong Kong uh, twenty five years ago, and I lived oh. right in the neighborhood where Sun Yat-sen spent a lot of time in the early 1900s, and there's a beautiful Sun Yat-sen trail there. Do, do you sense, mm-hmm. now you have the Sun Yat-sen Nanyang Memorial Hall, you've got a museum there, all of the information about his life. Do you feel like he gets enough attention to his life's work, what he stood for, what he tried to do to help ordinary, everyday Chinese people? Do you feel like he's maybe been a little bit forgotten? Okay, I can only speak about it from my personal um, understanding of this matter. Sure. And I feel in Singapore, we have been sort of like, uh, I mean, the, 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 the history of this part of Dr. Sun Yat-san's uh, revolutionary activities have been taught in schools. Uh, whether we actually, you know, really further defend our knowledge by reading up more, it really depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. In Singapore, at least because of how uh, Sun Yat-san Nanyang Memorial Hall is, right? And we are actually... Oh, we have four galleries which showcases the entire revolutionary activities and there's also exhibits about how the straight Chinese community then have contributed to these activities. And this uh, memorial hall is also gazetted as a national monument. So I must say, we are sharing a little bit, but whether a person is able to really learn more about it, it depends on the individual as well. And this, this part of the history, I would say, is a little bit tricky as well. So I don't, I, I mean, personally, if you ask me, I think this is something that we are sharing. It's just that maybe not, and, and, and it's also actually added, added into our educational textbooks. It's just maybe whether um, an individual takes more focus or rather goes down deeper into learning more about it. Well, you're keeping the legacy alive with this wonderful exhibition, mm-hmm. Modern Women of the Republic, yeah. Fashion and Change in China and Singapore at the Sun Yat-sen yeah. Nanyang Memorial Hall. What other programs do you have coming up in the future? Can you share with us or ongoing events that you might have now? Sure, sure. So this exhibition, like I say, is going to be ongoing to the 12th of December. We have quite a few interactive activities. There's this AR selfie poster. You take a selfie and then you'll be transported back in time to look like a Shanghai calendar girl of the 1930s. So if um, our visitors join us, we can actually just scan a QR code and then play with this. We mm. have some upcoming programs for our mid-autumn festival as well. So there's going to be some lawn installation. There's going to be online and on-site uh, kind of activities. So uh, I would say if everyone could, they could actually um, follow our Facebook, our Instagram to stay updated with our programs. There's also going to be like a children's season in end of November to December. So we have quite a full lineup of activities that's very family-friendly and great for children as well. So to stay tuned, uh, please follow our Facebook and Instagram. Well, the name of the exhibition is Modern Women of the Republic, Fashion and Change in China and Singapore. Uh, now until December the 12th at the Sun Yat-sen Nanyang Memorial Hall. Our thanks uh, to Nokri Chin, the Senior Manager of Programs there. Really appreciate your time today and hope you'll come back and talk to us more about Sun Yat-sen in the future. Yes, thanks for having us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.